Hello, and welcome back to Storytime with Desi. I'm your host, Core, for this episode, unlike our other episodes, because Desi, unfortunately, couldn't record due to some health issues. So, before we get started, first let me tell you about our new Instagram account. Now, we don't have it fully up and running yet, but once we do have it ready, you can get notifications on when episodes go up, look at some art contests for characters, art for scenes in our stories, and even behind-the-scenes looks at how we make story time with Desi. So if you want to get a head start on that, so you can be one of the first to see us in action, follow us at Story Time with Desi. Now let's get on to the chapter. Chapter 10, Invitation to Rebellion The burning sun was beating me as sweat ran down my dirt-covered face. Even with the autumn breeze to cool my overheating body, it could not completely stop sweat from running down my back. As my pickaxe clanged against the stone, I would bat my eyes towards Nova and Luis alongside the mine guard. While bending down to either help an orphan pick up a piece of rock or a rogue tool, I could make out movements of their lips, but of course, no words could be heard, since they would be too far away for me to hear anything. But after looking at where everyone was, I just continued to swing my pickaxe as it clanged against the stone in front of me. The sound of metal against stone grew louder, emphasizing in volume that the sound of stone meeting metal overcame my hearing, taking over my thoughts until they drifted off to the discussion of just a week ago. Nova had stomped her foot against the hard stone beneath as she leaned forward towards Luis. Have you gone mad? She exclaimed, flinging her arms in a particular direction. What? You guys needed a distraction, and I gave you one. Luis bluntly replied, not showing any reaction to Nova's comment. Yes, we need a distraction, but a riot? That'll cause too much chaos and sound possibly bringing the entire force of Percival's men down here. It'll ruin the operation, Luis! She shouted at him, stepping further away from the group and a bit closer to Luis. But now, Luis's face showed a bit of annoyance. Leaving his post from before, Luis walked closer to Nova, almost toe-to-toe. So what if it does ruin the operation, huh? He replies, shocking Nova. She loosened her hardened gaze to Luis. Well, uh, nothing. If the plan goes south, it goes south, and there'll be nothing that we can do about it. That doesn't just go for my idea. It goes for this entire operation. If so much as a little slip-up happened, then all of this would have been for nothing, Luis says, almost looking eye-to-eye with not just Nova, but all of us, showing the leadership that his lackeys respect and the intimidation the rest of us fear. So if you want a chance for this plan to work, then why not pull all the stops? Show them that we have nothing left to lose. Luis finishes his little speech, leaving us all in silence. Breaking the silence with footsteps, I walk up to Nova, placing my hand on her shoulder. Nova, maybe Luis is right. We need to try everything we can to get out of here. Even if some may not make it out, we have to at least try. I try to comfort Nova best I could with what I said but I'm not sure if it did much to help her calm down. Nova didn't give any reply, but instead just softly nodded her head. I then looked behind us to Gilbert and the others. Anyone else want to pitch in any thoughts? I asked, but no one spoke a word and copied Nova's movement, nodding their heads. Alright then, it's settled. When the winter solstice occurs in two weeks' time, we'll use a riot as a distraction for the day of the escape. Until then, over the next week, spread the word of what's going on to happen on the winter solstice. Get everyone that you can. I order, receiving no comments on the order.
My mind snaps back to reality when I hear the horn that signals that work is complete. Throughout the fosse, the clanging of pickaxes and shovels can be heard as they are dumped onto the ground and orphans retreat into the caverns that surround the fosse, escaping to the bitter cold of the winter breeze fast approaching. Following them, I wander into the caverns, forming lines upon lines of orphans as we all head to one spot. In the midst of the growing crowd, it almost reminds me of the group of ants returning to their colony after adventuring the wide world around them. The only difference being, we didn't get to see the world. Entering the massive corridor that we had held our discussion just a week prior that was empty is now bustling with noise from possible thousand or so orphans that inhabit the fussy. Making my way to the bottom of the corridor where a small open circle of dirt is visible amongst the growing crowd of orphans. After pushing and maybe shoving the occasional stubborn orphans, I made it to the small clearing where Nova, Gilbert, Louise, and the others were waiting for what it looks like my arrival. After entering the enclosed circle, Gilbert then turned around to notice me and sprinted full force in my direction, practically knocking me down to my feet. Hugo, you made it! He exclaimed. Nova followed close behind Gilbert, along with the others. Two of the mine guards came over to help me back up to my feet after Gilbert released me from his surprise attack hug, while Nova just stood still holding a fist to her mouth, trying not to laugh. While rising back to my feet, in an instance, I clear my throat. Uh, thanks for the help. I squeak out, still a bit not used to my new assistance. Well, I see you managed to make it after all the swarm of orphans that are in here. Although, you did manage to have a bit of a tumble. Nova says to me while tilting her head towards the end when mentioning my fall, which just caused Gil to give us a toothy grin and a sheepish blush on his cheeks. I matched the aura by giving the same toothy grin and chuckling a bit, but a new thought then clouded my mind when I looked back at Gilbert. How long has it been since I last saw him smile like that? It awakened a warmth in me that was cold for many moons, but it was slowly relighting with each passing day that is closer to a chance of escape. Hopefully, with the upcoming escape also comes the start of our new lives. Looking behind Nova, I see Luis approach us with the others behind them. The atmosphere felt a bit joyful, but it lessened when Luis joined us. Everyone's here, boss. We're ready to begin. He reported back to me looking a bit stiff, but not too much like a soldier to my pleasure since this whole leader thing is rather new to me. I just nod my head when taking in the info that Luis just gave me. Then let's get started. Luis, if you would get their attention? I asked Luis while pointing my finger towards the children that surround us. Luis's cheeks tug at his lips, forming a small grin as he walks forward a bit past me whilst cracking his neck. ATTENTION! He shouts, sounding like a drill sergeant as his voice echoes in the corridor. Silencing the once bustling cavern with the voices of orphans as is silenced by Luis's command. Thanks, Luis, I say as we step back from the spotlight and switch places with me as he stood in a spot where he was. But as I step up and look at the maybe thousand pairs of eyes staring down at me, I felt my heartbeat speeding up and taking over all my senses. My breathing irregulars and becomes heavy, with my vision blurring and nothing but my heartbeat is heard. I felt almost like passing out. My breathing irregulars and becomes heavy, with my vision blurring and nothing but my heartbeat is heard. I felt almost like passing out, and I would have were it not for the two hands being placed on my shoulders. The touch of them calmed me down, and without looking back, I was able to recognize them to be Gil and Nova. Thank you. I whisper as I take a deep breath in and look back up to the massive crowd that looks down on me. 
Inhabitants of the Fussy, my friends and I have brought you here so that we may unite against a common foe. For months or possibly years, we've been taken from society and forced to work like ants in the dirt without the freedom to be in the world beyond the Fussy. So my friends and I propose this to you today. Join us in our plan to escape from here in a week's time and you all shall be free from the stone prison. I pronounce my voice calmly, but enough for them to hear as it bounces off the stone walls and echoes throughout the corridor. My heart pounds athwart I just accomplished, and a smile widened on my face, but it falls when instead of applause and cheers I was expecting, turned into murmurs and shouts of doubt. It'll never work! What if we're caught? What about the guards outside? Rubbish! We won't make it! Shouts echoed all around us as they shout from every direction, but in desperation I recomposed myself and tried my best to keep my calm. It'll succeed, I promise you that. I shout in reply. What about the guards outside the pussy? One shouted. We'll take weapons to end them off as we escape if necessary, but the plan ensures that we will have little to no contact with the guards outside of the pussy. But where will we go once we reach the surface? There's a forest on the horizon. I've seen it myself, and when we get to the surface, we can use it as cover. I reply. Can you ensure that everyone will get out? My chest rose and fell at high speed as I was a bit out of breath after shouting over the murmurs of the orphans. Tension was felt in the air as the room silenced a bit as they awaited my response. No, I can't guarantee that all of you will be able to escape, I reply, taking a big gulp of saliva as anxiety rose in my chest. After I gave my answer, a boom of noise rose back up in the corridor as orphans began to get more upset. Then it's useless! We'll never escape! It's hopeless! More and more shouts echoed around us, feeling like bullets as they were spat out. I felt suffocated. My breathing became heavy and fast-paced, my heart pounding in my chest, and a stinging ringing in my ear that grew louder with each comment. Listen to me! Listen! A whisper that barely left my lips turned into a shout that broke the noise and in waves silenced the orphans that surrounded us from above. Taking a few deep breaths, I recollect my mind. Listen, I may not be able to guarantee that all of you will be able to escape, but it's better to try than be stuck here. Do you wish to continue to live your life like ants in dirt and be stepped on like insects just because of our origins? Taking a breath to keep myself calm, I continue my speech. Sure, we can stay here and sit till it's safe and try to leave, but we can never be sure that any of us will be released. So all we can do is try. Try and escape of our own will so that we may live the lives we deserve as humans. As children! So tell me, will you accept not just invitation for freedom, but my invitation of rebellion to break free from those who step on us and bite back? I shouted, finishing my speech. Falling back a bit, I hear nothing but silence. My chest falls heavy from my sore voice. Cold sweat falls from my brow to my cheeks as no words were exchanged but mere silence. Thump, thump, thump. Stomping is heard and I look back behind me to see Louis stomping his right foot on the ground beneath him. Saying nothing, he just stares at me as he continues the act, then turns his attention towards the audience above. A few moments later, Gilbert and Nova copy Louis's action, joking his stomping in sync. After looking at them for a bit in confusion, my intention is ripped from them as I hear stomping all in sync above me toward my right. Then more stomping is heard to my left but louder, then from behind me, then in front, then to the right, 
and until I knew it, all of the corridor was synchronized with the same type of stomping. The echoes of the stomps bounced all around us as a beautiful song that no one but us were able to hear. And listening to them, I felt my heart warm from their sounds. Letting out a wide smile and a small trickle, I knew what it was meant. They accepted my invitation. Well, that was it for chapter 10 of Middle Plague. I hope you enjoyed it, and before leaving, don't forget that if you like what we do, you can support us on our Patreon. By selecting one of our tiers that range from 3 to $9 a month, you can get access to bloopers, sneak peeks, early access, and even digital copies of our stories, so that you can read them at your own pace or read along with the podcast. And speaking of podcasts, don't forget also that you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else you can get your daily podcasts. Well, this has been great, and I'm your host, Core, and we'll see you next upload.